here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Every single day, and it's even more fun here on Alex Garrett Podcasting, to go back to the roots a little bit. A root because this this whole journey didn't just come out of nowhere. It started 11 years ago today on WQMC Radio. The views and opinions expressed by the DJs of the following program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of WQMC Radio, the voice of Queens College. And good afternoon, views everybody. And, opinions express- and welcome to this special presentation of the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett. That was uh, not yesterday. <laughs> that was 11 years ago. Today, October 15th, 2020. And so... Shaq Shatterson was the uh, the man behind that. He was the programming guy. He was the everything guy for WQMC Radio, as was Amrish Mahavir. And yeah, 11 years ago, they let me launch live on WQMC Radio. And now the Sports Hour itself is on its own platform on Spotify. So talk about growth 11 years later. It's special. It's exciting. And uh, we will have to see... What goes on now? I want to jump on now before the d- town halls, and I've 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 got a couple things I want to talk about. Firstly, it's going to be very interesting to have this dueling town hall tonight. Okay, we are going to have Trump ninety uh, sixty minutes by ninety. We'll have to see how that that goes, and we'll have to see what questions Biden gets asked versus what questions Trump gets asked. Now, I don't understand the hysteria of letting Trump have an hour on NBC. I really don't get it. I really don't understand that. And the Hunter Biden emails, whatever you want to say about that, I, I to me, there's other things we should focus on. Like the Tax Policy Center's revelation today that if Biden is elected president, he will let taxes soar so high, so high, over a decade, it would go up to the $2.4 trillion mark in taxes. Now, is that the best way to uh, make money for the government, make money for the United States? I know that our debt is already in the trillions, $22 trillion or so. But if you're going to tax the wealthy 40%, and then people over $400,000, that would be a little more than middle income. Four hundred grand or more. Is this plan going to be timely? This is a plan that you might do without a pandemic. This is a plan that you might do down the road or don't do it all because we know Americans don't want to be raised, have their taxes raised. It's a golden rule to find other ways to get this done. By the way, 
sports sports news just now. Lavian Bell, you know that giant jet running back, he just got signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. A team that could have played tonight against the Bills because the Bills played on Tuesday night. They now play Monday night at 5 p.m., I believe in Buffalo. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs and Bills, now you got Lavian Bell in the mix for the Chiefs. That should be interesting. But uh, there's your sports hour for the moment. But, um... If this happens, this $2.4 trillion tax increase happens, over a decade, I should say, wouldn't that bury the already struggling businesses, the already struggling small businesses? They've already been damaged and hurt by this pandemic. Imagine then being told, oh, you're going to be taxed even more now. We're going to suck it to you even more now. Can you imagine that? I don't, either candidate has really bothered me, to be honest, but to find out the night of the town hall, and it won't be asked, but this policy center coming out with this study of Biden raising taxes by $2.4 trillion, that doesn't seem to help the American worker or the American person or the American it's like bringing it in for themselves. And you will sink more businesses by doing this, by the way. You will not encourage businesses. You won't even encourage entrepreneurship under that. Oh, I'm going to start a business and then I'll get taxed like that? No, no one's going to want to do that. So why doesn't George Stephanopoulos tonight on ABC News say, you know what, Mr. Vice President, $2.4 trillion over the next 10 years Tell us about this plan. Tell us some substance about why you believe in this tax plan. And so wealthy individuals, roughly 40%, businesses, especially corporations of all kinds, would pony up the remaining 60%. You'd also get taxed on capital gains uh, for taxpayers with income above $1 million. And then it would also tax unrealized capital gains of death while also upping the estate tax for incomes over $400,000. By 2022, the Tax Policy Center says, $260,000 increase in taxes for the top 1%. That's what the Occupy Wall Street people wanted. That's what Americans that do believe the top is getting too much want. But is it the right time? Is it the right move at the right time? I have to ask that. Now, they would actually have an expansion of refundable child credit and a credit for first-time home buyers under Biden's plan. And they say some of this other stuff that was enacted in part of the reform bill is set to expire during what could be a Biden presidency, providing relief to taxpayers who take this deduction which actually could help the wealthy at the same time. It's very interesting. And then they'd say for corporations, the Biden plan would raise the tax rate from 21% to 28% and increases taxes on income earned offshore, you know, when you invert and you do corporate inversion. But this is a big question. $1.3 trillion taxes, you wouldn't even inspire people to start a business at that point.
So is it worth doing? Is that worth voting for? That's got to be a question tonight. Stephanopoulos has to ask Biden. Has to ask him. Have to ask him. That about that. Because $2.4 trillion doesn't even make up the debt, but it also sinks businesses at the same time. So the bigger question is, how do we kill the debt and how do we make sure businesses are going to float and not sink? I do not believe taxing them 28% is the answer. I've always wished that you're going to tax the big corporations not 35%, not even 28, 21, and then uh, tax the lower income 15%. But everybody wants a flat tax for everybody. I guess that makes it easier. I'm not exactly sure. But the flat tax seems to be the most favored. But raising it to 28% will continue to knock out businesses because they're already hit. And don't even get me started about the indoor dining stuff, man. Don't even get me started. Because you're going to put in heaters in these tents. You don't know what that's going to do. Flammability is a big problem, a big issue. How's that going to work? I really don't know. I I really don't know. But that's an example of how businesses will be killed this winter if Biden is elected. It's not fear-mongering. That is the truth. He's going to say... All right, corporations, you pay 28%, which is better than 35%, I agree. But it also means small businesses will be kneecapped at at, at that as well, especially because they can't even make it afloat right now. Yeah, the first time homebuyer credit is great. Yeah, you can actually uh, take limitations off the rich people, off the wealthy But when you put it across the board, 28%, even on small businesses, you are going to kill them in the time where the pandemic has already killed a lot of businesses. So please, George Stephanopoulos tonight, ask Vice President Biden about this plan. Ask him how he's feeling also. Did you know? While Kamala Harris has canceled her campaign for the moment because of tested positives for COVID, did you also know Biden has a personal assistant that's been next to him? Test as well. Positive. I I am praying for both the candidates. I actually am praying for Trump too. You know, he does these rallies and there's really nobody masked. And also, he's just getting over COVID a week or two later. I mean, come on. Is that the smartest thing to do after being a COVID patient yourself? He might have the antibodies... But what happens if someone, you know, cheering him gives back to him? If they're so, if it's so transmissible, I mean. So I don't know if holding these rallies right after recovering was the best. I know he didn't want to stay down. I know he can stay down. But even so, it, will it come in a cost? I guess is my, my question. I hope not for either candidate's sake. I hope not for either candidate's sake. But this is a real thing. This is a real thing. But it should not deflect from the fact that our taxes will go up under Biden to a point where some of these businesses will no longer be sustainable at 28%.
and that should not be allowed, that should not be accepted, that should be questioned tonight. But anyway, I also want to come on today because I've got a, a couple of interesting other fun facts for you tonight. According to research, fall is the most exciting month for 65% of Americans. Yes, it is their favorite month, 65% of Americans say. And beyond that, and beyond that, uh, a 56%, sorry, 56% of Americans say fall is their favorite season. And beyond that, this is brought to you by good news. Beyond that, Pumpkin spice is not the top reason. I am so relieved at that. I am so relieved that the season I'm born in, by the way, is favored by 56% of people. It's an amazing season. I'm also relieved in the fact that our, um, our Americans don't actually think spice, pumpkin spice is the main reason for everything in the fall. No, you know what it is? Watching the leaves change color. Feeling the chill in the air, especially when the Giants and Jets are winning. That fall chill feels amazing, doesn't it? And then drinking hot chocolate, 44%. And then getting ready for the holidays, 40%. But just thank God, thank God, the highly commercialized pumpkin spice ranks, I'm going to tell you that right now, in the bottom rung of the top 20 reasons. 14, 30%. 30% say, yeah, pumpkin spice is, is all that. Thank God America is still saying that they actually want to watch nature in the fall. <laughs> what an idea, right? What an idea. Because for me, fall has always been amazing football, amazing postseason baseball, uh, amazing birthday time, an amazing chill in that air, sweater weather, everything like that. I have never once liked pumpkin spice anything. I never wanted to try it. I just wanted to live my life in the fall, enjoy rollerblading in it, enjoy wearing the sweater, the long jacket. Just enjoy that coolness. And of course, when we were younger, trick-or-treating, which a few towns have been canceling. So thank God. Thank God. I'm actually surprised sports didn't make the list. Let me check again if it did. It should have, because, you know, we we are... Uh, and by the way, this poll was commissioned by Stuffed Puffs, the chocolate-filled marshmallow brand. So very cool there. And I'm actually surprised sports was not surveyed, because that's a big part of the fall, right? What do we do normally? Every Sunday we gather around either at a bar, now or at their dining, or whatever you want to do, and watch some football. Be it some struggling football, but we watch football. And I'm kind of surprised that's not lit. We also watch the postseason. 11 years ago tonight, on the Sports Hour, we were talking about a potential, potential run that would be going to the World Series for the Yankees that year against the Phillies. I'll never forget that. I'll also never forget 11 years ago uh, when the Nets had a futility uh, going 0-17. I was on the air the next day talking about how I went to the game. An 0-17 season. Imagine that. But we were there. Kiki Vandeweghe was uh, coaching the Nets at the time. I think he got fired right after that. 
but the futility record was real. And then there's one other thing about this anniversary. That nearly 11 years later, again, the property of Alex Garrett podcasting. If it takes 11 years to own it, I don't mind. I love it. But the fact that we're here, the fact that we're getting more and more there, wherever there is going to be, keep it on, keep it on. I'm very proud about that. I'm very excited about that. And I, I, I pray you continue to join me on this journey tonight and other nights. And I, of course, will have reaction to the town halls, dueling town halls, almost like the dueling banjos. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have to see what happens tonight. Who comes out swinging the most? They won't be next to each other, but it'll feel like a debate night on two different channels. Imagine that. And for no football tonight, I think all attention will be on it. I think attention will also be on um, the, uh, the, the playoffs for baseball fans. There's still a postseason going on tonight. Astros and Rays, and then Dodgers and Braves. So it's a packed out night. I got to get home now before the day, the night continues. So I will talk to you later. I'm Alex Garrett. Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T, 21 yahoocom is my email. Alex G-N-N-Y-C is my Twitter and my Facebook. We'll talk to you then.